Well, as churches throughout the country reopen their doors for public worship, two parishes will celebrate the completion of a 1,000-kilometre journey in prayer. You may remember back in October we heard from the Reverend John Godfrey, the rector of Ockram and Ballinasloe, about an ecumenical initiative then called 3K a Day to Pray. Well, John joins us now on the line to update us on what has happened since then. John, tell us more about it. How did this happen and uh, what's the outcome? Yeah, so back in October, Father Jared Garrity and I launched an appeal called 3K a Day to Pray. And it was really wanting to do something practical that would benefit the parish and benefit our parishioners during the second lockdown. We'd learned from the first lockdown just how draining emotionally and mentally and spiritually that experience can be. And we knew ourselves that we needed to take active steps to stay well at a time when we were going to be denied the opportunity to meet our parishioners and denied the rhythm and ritual of weekly Sunday services in our churches. Uh, So we made a promise that we would run three kilometres every day to pray for our parishes. And we did it together. And we invited our parishioners to try and do something similar. Now, the sporty ones went out and they ran every day or cycled, and other people walked the dog for three kilometres every day. But we said, look, it doesn't really matter how far you go. It's about getting outside every day and promising yourself that you're going to mind yourself to get outside every day really could make a big difference to their physical, mental and emotional well-being. So we sent out daily prayer postcards each day Uh, Normally pictures from the Ockram Climate Action Park and the local countryside here. And we tried to match them up with a Bible verse from the lectionary readings for that particular week. And we sent that out every day as an email to parishioners as a resource that they could then carry in their heads on whatever prayer journey they went on. And it gave us a sense of cohesion of moving forward together. Um, that that process, Stephen, started in October, and we said we would keep running until the churches could safely reopen again. Mm-hmm. We did a couple of weeks of doing three kilometres a day, and then we jumped to level five, and we said we'd step it up to do five kilometres a day. And bar a very, very short window of reopening in December, we kept that going right through Advent and Christmas and Epiphany and Lent and Easter, right through to Ascension Day when the churches reopened on the second Sunday in May here. Over the course of that journey, we did a thousand kilometres. That wasn't the plan when we set out. We probably wouldn't have put our runners on at all if we thought we'd have to go quite so far. But the appeal gave us the discipline to keep going, even when it was tough. And the weather was bad. The fact that Father Jared and I were doing it together, neither of us wanted to give up. And we got the sense from our parishioners that it was giving them encouragement in a very difficult seven months of their lives. So we didn't want to give it up. We kept going until the churches reopened. And it was a thousand kilometres we'd run. Yeah. The end of it all. Yeah, that's a brilliant idea, that. And uh, I must say, you may remember, I, I said that I was doing, I was walking, I wasn't going to run. Uh, we'd just moved, and uh, there's plenty of lovely walks, and so I was uh, uh, looking to walk uh, the three kilometres a day, which uh, that's a good, dis- you know, it's a nice, comfortable distance to walk, so it was uh, it was very good. But it wasn't just the walking, it was also you raised some money doing it as well, didn't you? Yeah, I, I mean, part of the motivation starting out, we knew that the churches had drained their financial reserves during the first lockdown. 
and heading into a prolonged period of church closures, we knew there was an urgent financial need in the parishes to try and find some way of fundraising when we couldn't gather people for normal fundraising activities like concerts and sales of work and so on. So it became a bit of a sponsored run. We set up a GoFundMe page called 3K a Day to Pray, one for the Church of Ireland Parish here in Ockram and one for the Roman Catholic Parish in Ockram. And we invited people to sponsor us to make donations uh, for that sponsored run. And people were extraordinarily kind. I think they caught the idea and we were really overwhelmed with the generosity that we received. Over the seven months of the appeal, the combined appeals raised over €15,000 towards the running costs of the churches. About €10,000 to the Church of Ireland Parish here. I have six churches and Father Jared's two churches raised over 5,000 towards their running costs as well. We're really humbled by people's kindness. People are very, very good. And that does make a a big difference to us so that Mm. we're not limping back into parish life in the middle of a financial crisis, but actually we have some kind of stability as well as some spiritual energy to go back into the process of leading people forward in faith uh, through the life of Mm. our churches. Very good, yes. It's a very worthwhile exercise, wasn't it? But how have you felt it physically? Did you get any injuries or did you manage to continue? Or, or are you now super fit? You know, what what's your physical state? Yeah, I think starting out, I haven't been uh, disciplined with my own self-care physically for, for many, many years. And uh, I would have gone for the occasional run when the mood took me. So there was certainly a, a quite a steep learning curve teaching my body how to do that amount of exercise every day. But having got on top of the three kilometres over the first couple of weeks, stepping up to five kilometres was quite was quite a leap. It really did hurt. And I suppose I had to allow myself to stop for breath quite a few times around the course as I was starting out. But over the course of the seven months, you really do feel your fitness improving. Mm. So um, my run times would have gone down 30 or 40 percent uh, in terms of lap times over over the the period and you find you can run without stopping mm. uh, having said that father jared and i often said to each other even after months and months of running there were days you go out and the first kilometer it would feel as if you'd never run before in your life <laughs> <laughs> until you wind yourself up again mm. you know it just it is a daily challenge mm. And I think the thing that got us through was the spiritual discipline. We made a promise. We made a promise to our people that as priests, we were going to do this as a priestly act for them. And that's the thing that kept us going. Without that, I would have stopped months and months ago. It's telling a week ago when when the church is opened, we crossed the finishing line. And ever since, I haven't run, Stephen. (laughs) You know, I know how good it is for me, but actually having pushed myself for so long and so far, I'm giving myself a little break from the running. I'm going for a nice gentle stroll with the dog. But actually, I don't want to put on the runners anymore because I don't have the spiritual <laughs> discipline that compels me to do okay. it anymore. Very good. No, well, I, I think we can allow you a few uh, a few weeks off from that. Did you always run the same route, John? I'm lucky. Beside the rectory here in Ockram, there's a four-acre field that we're developing as the Climate Action Park. So that was my go-to place for running and 10 laps of that was was five kilometres. And I found that very helpful because there are all sorts of spiritual markers in the landscape there that helped me to pray the run. So I would pass the ruins of a 6th century abbey, Connell's Abbey, uh, in that field. And I passed Holy Trinity Church, the Church of Allen Church here. 
and I also passed views of St. Catherine's Roman Catholic Church and two high crosses or replica high crosses that are on the battlefield here in Ockram. Hmm. And there's a stream on the field too. And all of those things became very predictable prayer markers for me. I knew the prayers that they would prompt from me. So I used to start the run running up to the church and, and really launch the prayers that way and make sure that I finished the run at the church and mm-hmm. handed over that prayer activity back to God. You know, Father Jared and I, Jared had his own route. And so when we ran together, we would go a different route so we could do that together through the streets of Ockram and, and, and the local countryside. But for me, it was primarily the Climate Action Park and I suppose the other aspect of it, you know, we, we carried this prayer verses every day, normally a line of a psalm, sometimes from the gospel. And it really was a, a lesson in learning to pray a mantra. As you run, you can let that go with your breath. Internally, you'd be saying the line over and over and over again. The prayer changes across the distance. So the way you pray it after one kilometre is very different to the way you pray it after four kilometres. A little bit like meditation. Mm. The further you run, the deeper you sink into the prayer. And probably at that stage, you notice the things that the Holy Spirit prompts. You find yourself thinking about people and situations in a very different way when you have rolled the prayer around so many times that you're not listening to yourself anymore. You're listening to something a little deeper. Mm. So that was, that was a very interesting exercise. And also with your postcards, prayer postcards, the photographs there, you took them all yourself. There's some lovely pictures you've got there, haven't you? Thanks, Stephen. Yeah, I was, I was teaching myself how to do it. I'm not a photographer, but I wanted to find a way to bring people with me on the journey. And so taking some kind of photo record of my run each day really helped in that. And I found I became very, very sensitive to the changing lights, sunrise and sunset and the changing seasons. And, you know, if you had snow on the ground or ice or frost or mm. glorious sunshine, and obviously com- coming into spring, uh, seeing the flowers starting to bloom again. Yeah. Uh, those became really, really important markers on the road. And I really I allowed myself in the run to stop and chronicle those, record those and frame them and, and then share them yeah when i saw them i thought they must be stock photos or something you know professional photos but uh, i must say that they are marvelous and the good news is that you can see many of them on a video that has been put together yeah so, so it's it's on the Ockram and Crea parish youtube channel but look if you go onto youtube and you put in a search for 1000k to pray you'll get the 1000k to pray video and it's it's a 10 minute piece it uh, features music from John Feely, who's a beautiful guitarist from Banlaslow originally. It's a song called Immigrant Song, which he played for us at the Bicentenary of Ockham Church a couple of years ago. And he very kindly let us use that music for it. And it really tells the journey of seven months to in 225 prayer postcards, beat by beat, mm-hmm. day by day, following the scriptures each day. I, I found putting it together was a very emotional journey looking back at all that we'd been through and realising it wasn't just Father Jared and I who'd been on that journey, but our parishioners had been on it with us. Mm. And at a time when lockdown made us feel that nothing in life could change and we were going nowhere, now that I look back through the postcards, I can see how much change was happening, profound changes in the landscape and in the lights and in the seasons. And the prayer postcards also remind us that we were following God's time. You know, you have the church calendars. The annual calendar is one way of marking time, and the church calendar is a totally different way of marking time. And the two things were going on simultaneously here. 
So in our running, in the seasons, in the changing dates, we also realize the the changes in the story of salvation from the end of one church year, all souls, and then Christ the King, and then beginning of a new year with Advent, Christmas, Epiphany, Lent, Holy Week, Easter, and Ascension. Mm. And that's it's a very moving journey to watch that. Mm. Well, John, thank you so much. Uh, thank you for all you're doing in Ockringham, Ballinasloe. And thank you for the inspiration, really, that uh, you and Father Jer have engendered amongst people to, uh, to match, if not by running 5K, at least by doing something during this time, which has been so difficult for everyone. And uh, it's good that there's light at the end of the tunnel, isn't it? You know, it's great that our churches are open now and please God, we'll be able to celebrate weddings fully and funerals fully and uh, we'll be back into the normal patterns of our lives again, which will be most exciting to look forward to. But John, thank you. You've marked a fairly dark time in our lives, really, hasn't it? It's been different and uh, we're we're coming out of it now. So thank you so much. And uh, I wish you well in everything that you do. Thanks so much, Steve. And that was John Godfrey, the Church of Ireland Rector for Ockram and Ballinasloe. And you can see that video featuring the postcards that he took as he ran around the route every day. And you can see that if you go to YouTube and search for 1000K to pray. And here is the music from John Feely that's featured in that video.